Shalom. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. I was getting a little ahead of myself there. On purpose? On purpose. <laughs> no, not exactly. Well, I hope all of you who celebrated Thanksgiving this past weekend enjoyed it. However, you went about expressing your appreciation and gratitude for all that each of us are given in life. Michael and I had a most wonderful takeaway Thanksgiving dinner, our first dinner together in our yet-empty new home. The absolutely delectable, healthy dinner was lovingly prepared and packed for us by a whole family of dear friends so that we could take it to our new home and enjoy it like a luxurious indoor picnic Thanksgiving dinner in our kitchen with the fireplace in the family room keeping us warm. What a great blessing it is to have friends like that. In fact, isn't it love and what love offers us in whatever form that we are ultimately grateful for whenever we experience gratitude? When we're experiencing gratitude, we may think that we're grateful for being fed when we are hungry or given clothes to wear when we are cold or provided with shelter when we had no place to go. But in truth, we are grateful for the unconditional love that grace offers that gave us exactly what we needed the most at the time. That limitless love and givingness many of us call God. So whenever we're truly grateful, we are the happiest because we are opening ourselves to God and to God's grace or limitless loving and giving and presence. What makes us happy when we open to limitlessness is that the divisions that we've created and held in our minds begin to evaporate in the truth of oneness. It's like what we perceived as darkness in the room goes away when we turn on the light. When we perceive as limitations, what we perceive as limitations are only within our own minds. Truth is limitless and therefore undivided. Speaking of our happiness, what else makes our imagined conflicts and divisions in our mind disappear? even temporarily, and allows us to experience real happiness. Well, have you ever seen enthusiastic children at play? There's lots of laughter, dancing, running around, and often shrieks of joy when they're enthusiastic. That's because when we are enthusiastic, we're open to that same undivided limitlessness we might call God. In fact, in this physical world, the energy level of enthusiasm is way up there on our way to reaching God. Someone recognized that in ancient Greece and called that state of having God or a God in you as entheos, E-N-T-H-E-O-S. 
It often referred to the state of ecstasy that people were found to be in when they were immersed in a high spiritual state or when they were possessed by a high-level spiritual being. So, on our show today, we're exploring the topic of enthusiasm and your self-expression. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) We're aware that many of you listening to our show may have been struggling with where the world is going and how you can navigate through so many seeming uncertainties in your life. As we've spoken about before, we are in the time of great personal and global transformation. And pretty much everything from the ground up is undergoing massive changes, both within each of us and out there in the world around us. As challenging as it may be at times, the ongoing global pandemic, for which we don't seem to have an end in sight yet, is giving each of us an unprecedented opportunity to seek deeper within ourselves for new, creative solutions to whatever situation we might face in life. And we each have to remember that everything we do in life and in the world is part of our creative expression of who we are and what we have to offer. Our enthusiasm plays a key role in how successful and effective we are in what we do and how much happiness we can experience in living our lives regardless of what happens in it. Well, I'm totally enthused about Mike, enthusiasm. Yay! Michael always is enthused about enthusiasm. Uh, it seems most people don't realize what an important part enthusiasm plays in their lives, in their experience of self-fulfillment and success in all their endeavors. As my teacher used to say, nothing was ever accomplished in boredom or apathy. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Uh, So if you're going to be a couch potato, enthusiastically be a couch potato. (laughs) Usually if that happens, they get off the couch, right? Uh, Oh, I love the couch. You know, sometimes I'm very enthusiastic about uh, lying down in that comfortable couch. It's one of my fantasies. (laughs) That's because we're so busy. (laughs) Well, merely thinking about enthusiasm gets me enthusiastic. Why? Well, as Raphael explained earlier, the word itself originates from the ancient Greek word entheos. That means literally in God. It often referred to those who are meditating or dancing in some kind of divine ecstasy. It looked to more aware onlookers like God or some divine being was in their bodies. So I can't really think about the word enthusiasm without looking to God. And whenever I look toward God, I begin to experience less division, more unity, more peace, more of all that comes with being undivided. I begin to experience more enthusiasm and happiness. There's a saying, one of the sayings of the prophet Muhammad, and where he says that God, Allah, said, whoever comes to me walking, I will come to him running. Ah, that sounds like enthusiasm. And then he ends that part 
Whoever meets me with enough sins to fill the world, I will meet him with as much forgiveness. Huh. Do you ever forgive anyone or anything of something that really offended you or hurt you or you got really upset about? And how difficult was that? It takes enthusiasm to forgive, right? It's like, oh, hey, this isn't what life is about, holding on to this grudge. So enthusiasm comes in a lot of different places. Another thing I know from a lifetime of experiences is that whenever I'm enthusiastic, I access much more of my innate creativity, as well as access it much more easily. It's when I'm far from being enthusiastic that I encounter a lot of difficulties being creative. Also, the more enthusiasm that I have, the more successfully I get things done. It's when I'm resisting or dragging my feet that I'm much more inclined to drop things, have equipment failure, (laughs) delays, or other annoying things that make everything even more challenging and definitely not happy making. (laughs) (laughs) But when I get up to speed and enthusiasm, things tend to go so much more smoothly. And when things don't go right, my enthusiasm makes it a non-issue. I easily move forward with what needs to be done. You know, it's, you don't get hung up. Oh, this, I messed this up. Oh, this didn't go right. Or I got to do this again. You know, that happens when you're not in enthusiasm. But when you're really in enthusiasm, no, it's just, you know, it's just like, Okay, it's like a kid. You know, have you ever seen a little child just running his heart out and then wham, it slams on a, in a fall, just gets up and starts running all over again. That's enthusiasm, right? If I'm in a state of mind much lower than enthusiasm, you know, everything's energy, right? It's lower energy than enthusiasm, then every little bump in the road seems like a mountain to overcome. It's an amazing thing. All of our experience is dependent on our perception of it. The other side of that is that the more we're in enthusiasm, the more correctly we perceive ourselves, our lives, and the world around us. You have to remind yourself that everything in the universe is just energy. Enthusiasm is the experience of a certain bandwidth of energy and consciousness. In this world, on a body level, it's a very high frequency of energy, enthusiasm is, much closer to that of spirit than just being a body. The closer we get in our energy level to that of spirit, the more we begin to experience the undivided and limitless wholeness of spirit and our true beingness. The first step to having more enthusiasm in living your life is to know that you're not your body, but that you are, in truth, spirit. When you're aware that you're spirit and you have a body, 
to communicate and express your inner spirit creativity through into this world. Then you begin to not let the seeming limitations of your body dictate what you can and cannot do. When you look at an author in total enthusiasm about writing, nothing stops her from writing. An artist in complete enthusiasm about painting seems to become almost superhuman in relationship to painting his masterpiece. He might paint for hours on end without any breaks, food, or sleep. Doesn't matter. An onlooker might think that they're somehow possessed by a god. And the same thing with, you know, these incredible athletes. They get into total enthusiasm to perfect their jump or their, you know, running or or whatever they do, twirls. And they do things that you look at and go, wow, how, how does that person ever do that? It seems impossible. But no, not to someone who's in total enthusiasm. In the open ocean, I get quite enthusiastic when I'm met by a pod of wild dolphins who invite me to swim with them. When I do, I can swim so much faster, longer, and deeper, and hold my breath much, much longer than I can when I'm swimming by myself or with mere mortals. (laughs) Not only am I matching the dolphin's ability more, but I'm in total enthusiasm. And the dolphins are. I always find them in enthusiasm, unless they're a little upset about something. So what does enthusiasm have to do with your creative self-expression? Well, the more enthusiastic you are, the more effortlessly you express your true creative spirit self. You'll find that whenever you're truly enthusiastic, you're much more creative, more imaginative, more expressive, and of course, much happier. Now, the question then becomes, what makes you not be enthusiastic all the time? Just like in pretty much everything in life, we run into various limits within our mind as to how much and under what conditions we're allowed to have something. That includes our ability to have and experience enthusiasm. Just like with our capacity to love, until we free ourselves from all limits and conditions to loving, we won't experience complete, unconditional love. And the same goes for our enthusiasm. The secret in paying attention to yourself when you do find yourself less than enthusiastic, (laughs) (laughs) well, for most of us, that could be a good portion of their daily lives. In that case, perhaps it would be easier to start with looking at when you do find yourself in a great deal of enthusiasm. What got you so enthusiastic? Well, if you explore that question deeply, you might discover that behind all of your enthusiasm is that ineffable ingredient we call love. When we love someone or we love to do something, we're much more enthusiastic, right? That's why so many people consider God as the ultimate love. Remember, 
However way you choose to do so, you need to look to the undivided limitlessness of spirit to open to enthusiasm. When you love someone or something to do, you naturally open to that limitlessness of God's love. Division makes us unhappy. Division casts the dark shadows in our lives. It's the undividedness of light that gives us the experience of enthusiasm, of peace, or joy. As the saying goes, united we stand, divided we fall. Well, we're coming up to our first break, and this Saturday, December 5th, and Sunday, December 6th, that's this weekend. We are offering our pre-Christmas Los Angeles seminar as a special stay-at-home remote event titled The Joy of Spirit. You can attend from anywhere in the world in the comfort and safety of your own home via four Maestro Conference teleclasses and one bonus Zoom video post-teleclass Q&A and Talk Story Social. Here are the names of the teleclasses of this series called The Joy of Spirit. The first one will be their two-hour teleclasses, Seeing with the Eye of Spirit, Psychic Tools to Wake Up Your Clairvoyance. In the afternoon class is Seeing and Being Seen, Spirit-to-Spirit Communication. And then the Sunday morning class will be Hang Up Your Hang-Ups, Psychic Tools to Get Over Judgments, and Psychic Shape-Shifting to Transform Your Life from Grumpiness to Grace. The first teleclass each day will be from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, 1 to 3 Eastern, and 6 to 8 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, and the second one each day will be from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific, and you can figure out all the other times. We also give a free bonus post-class Zoom Q&A talk story and social with Michael and Raphael Tamura. That's the two of us, of course. After the end of the final teleclass on Sunday, starting at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Go to our December events calendar at michaeltamura.com for all the details. You can sign up online or by calling our office and speaking with our wonderful assistant, Noel, at this number, 1-530-926-2650-530-926-2650 during normal business hours, Monday through Friday, Pacific time. We'll be right back with enthusiasm, and your self-expression. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. 
Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. We've been exploring the topic of enthusiasm and your self-expression. Well, let's get right back to it. Well, I love enthusiasm. And um, Michael, being with Michael, is great because he's one of the most enthusiastic people (laughs) I've ever known. And uh, therefore, a lot of our students are extremely enthusiastic. And if they're not, they certainly work their way to it by matching that energy, which is great. So, you know, one of the things that a lot of us look at as far as enthusiasm is concerned has to do with the in-between stuff. You know, I love my creative projects and I have no problem, even when I'm really tired, getting enthusiastic about them, including, you know, Michael was talking about uh, artists and how they sometimes seem like super people, superheroes in their stamina in getting a creative project done. Um, I was working on a book proposal when we were in the middle of a move from one place to another, and I was working deep into the night to try and get, get it done. And it just seemed like no matter how tired I was or anything, um, I, I was able to do it. And I was able to do it well enough that the contest I entered actually honored me with an honorable mention. I didn't get the prize for my book proposal, but I did get an honorable mention, which uh, encouraged me and gave me the enthusiasm to continue writing my book, even if that's not the publisher for me. Um, But one of the other things is the in-between things. You know, uh, when you see, let's say, a, a story on television or you read a book, The in-between things are not necessarily included. And I'm talking about getting ready for bed, what you have to do when you get up in the morning before you get going, feeding the cats, taking care of laundry, emptying the dishes out of the sink, cooking dinner, or having to figure out how you're going to get, you know, those things that if if you included those in, say, a story or a TV show or a movie, it would make them very long and very boring, right? So how do I get my enthusiasm about doing these things? Well, I always keep in mind what I'm doing it for. And it's for the moments in my life that I'm actually accomplishing something. So you can't accomplish something if you're not accomplishing everything, right? And that includes getting the dishes done and having your house clean. Uh, we, the rental house we've been living in is a particularly old house and is very, very dusty. So um, I had to come to the conclusion very early on in the two years we've been living in this house that it needs vacuuming every single day or my allergies just drive me crazy. So I get to 
uh, I get to be enthusiastic about vacuum cleaning because it accomplishes <laughs> good health. So as you're doing the more mundane things each day, have your enthusiasm about accomplishment. And looks like we have a caller. Doreen in Delaware, Ohio. Let's see what she has to say. Hello. Hi, Hi Doreen. Hi, Raphael. Hi, Michael. Hi there, Doreen. How are you? <laughs> oh, it's, I'm fine. It's just so exciting that I was able to get in. Yay! <laughs> I, yay! I didn't know if you were going to take callers today, but I thought I'll give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. And do you have a question about enthusiasm or what we're talking about today? Well, um, why is it that sometimes it just seems... I don't know if we're going through things in this time period, but it seems a lot harder to keep your enthusiasm up. I mean, more so, especially this last year than it ever has been. Mm. <laughs> this last year. Hmm. Uh, what well, year you are know. you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> last, yes. last year, especially. Um, yeah. So, and well, also, if you have any comments about me, any you know, general comments. I, yes. I appreciate them. I love your show. And oh, thank you. you. Glad you, yes. you called. Um, because, you know, notice you, where you are when you first started and got on the phone and everything. You were very enthusiastic, right? And yes. that's because you were excited. You you wanted to talk to us and you got to get through and, and uh, you took a chance and it worked. And so that's enthusiasm, right? And yes. the the part you're talking about where it's it's been very difficult. Yeah, it's been difficult for pretty much everybody. Uh, because what made this past year so difficult for most everyone is is everyone across the board globally is having to change their ways, having to change how they look at things, how they, you know, experience things, how they do things. And for most people, change brings up a lot of fear. You know, it's like, oh, I can't do my routine. I'm, I'm, they're off their habit patterns. Yeah, they're off their habit patterns. And But what, what does that do is when you have to stop and look at life and look at how you're living it, oh, it makes you become more aware. This is a time of great awakening, great transformation. And as that happens... We stop to become much more aware. We pay attention. And when we pay attention, what we didn't want to, what we wanted to gloss over in our lives, just sweep it under the carpet, you know, all those little things that you just don't want to deal with, start to surface in our mind. We become aware of it because we're no longer just keeping it under the carpet. We're starting to pay attention. What's going on with me? What do I do next? And all this unresolved stuff unattended emotions, unattended problems, unattended situations in life start to come back up and say, okay, remember me? You still haven't taken care of me. (laughs) And and then it's like, oh, no. And why do we sweep it under the carpet in the first place? Fear, right? Anything we're enthusiastic, anything we love to do, we're not going to sweep it under the carpet. We want to keep it right up front and say, oh, when do I get to do this? 
But the things that were, oh, God, I have to talk to my boss or I have to, I have to ask for a divorce or <laughs> I have to go to DMV. I have to go to DMV <laughs> and stand for hours. Stand in seven different lines. Yes, and try to maintain six feet of, you know, separation. Insanity. Well, uh, that stuff brings up a lot of resistance, and resistance is basically fear. We're going, no, don't make me do this. And so that's what you've been bumping into. And you, Doreen, are a healer. That's why you enjoy our shows because we're speaking to you. You're, you're here. Part of a major part of your life path is in being aware and helping people and in, in helping to heal others and learning to heal yourself. That's how you're growing to your next levels of you know, as a spiritual being. And so that's the part you've had a lot of difficulty with in your life where all you want to do is help others. But there's so many people who are afraid of help because the very help that they need, what's going to happen? It's going to make them change. And it's like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. So from the time you were a little child, You've been trying to help the people around you, starting with your own family and everybody else. You were trying to help people progress on their spiritual path and become more aware and more enthusiastic and and closer to God and everything. But what happened was you were too much for people. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yes. A lot of times. Makes sense. Currently, as an adult, you're also too much for a lot of people. And you don't know why, because you don't, you know, when you look at yourself, a lot of times, more than being too much for people, you think you're not enough. And and so you go, God, uh, you know, that's hard to comprehend that somebody might think I'm too much and and too good, because you look at yourself and you go, I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm not enough. And it's the exact opposite. For a lot of people, you're way over the top. You're <laughs> you're way too wow. much, and and too much not of a bad thing, too much of a good thing, too much of what they really need. But it's still too much. It's like uh, if you were a pharmacist and you you were dishing out you know uh, medicine. The medicine's good, potent medicine. It it will treat whatever your condition is, and but if you misdiagnose on the on the dosage if you get the wrong dosage hey you can hurt somebody you can kill somebody and as a healer it's a little bit similar it's not that you're going to kill somebody but if you overpower with the right medicine you got the right medicine for the people you're giving to but a lot of times you didn't realize your own power you didn't realize how good your medicine was and when you look at yourself as not good enough you tend to overdo the giving because, oh, a little bit isn't going to be anything. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, a superstar. I, I, one teaspoon of my medicine's not going to cure them. So you give them a bucket full <laughs> and then the person's just OD'd. <laughs> so just think of it, you know, you don't want to OD people on you, on your good medicine. You want to give them just the right dosage. And if you're not sure, give them a little bit less than what you think is the right dosage for them at that time. Then 
instead of hurting them or instead of them getting upset at you or, or not being able to handle you, they'll go, oh, well, this is good. This is helping. And you might think, what? I didn't do anything. But to that person, what you did give them was just enough. And so that's what I see as part of your next step, both as, as a healer as well as just a friend to people, is, is just starting to notice, oh, am I overgiving? You know, can I just give just enough? And to do that, you have to reassess yourself and go, oh, am I good enough? Is what I have to offer someone, is my communication to someone good enough? And you have to be able to get to that place where the answer is yes. And that's just you. That's that's nobody else's business. It's just you being able to go, oh, yeah, what I have counts. What I have is worthy. And then your relationships and, and the probably 80% of the difficulties you've experienced in life will start to go away. I want to mention one other thing, and that is, and this goes for a lot of our listeners, actually, as they're tuning into us, and I can see them, um, Doreen, and that is that also you're very psychically sensitive. Mm -hmm. And this can be, uh, this is a very big blessing in one way, but in another way it can be difficult until you have the tools to handle it. And that is if, let's say, you were a person living in an apartment building and there's people upstairs from you, downstairs, next door. So there's all this energy very close around you and not everybody is a happy camper during this time. In fact, I would say there's more people that are not very happy than there are people who are enthusiastic. And so when you tune into you know, you wake up in the morning and you tune into the energy around you and people are uh, doing their thing close by. And for those of you that live in dense cities, this can be even more intense, is you're going to experience that um, unhappiness, that lack of enthusiasm, the criticism of everything and depression. And one of the ways you can get out of that is by really starting to learn how to meditate and find your own space and and unmatch your energy from the energy of everyone around you so that you can be the one that, that can bring that light. Yeah, that makes sense That's, to you, Doreen? Oh, my goodness. That is like such wonderful advice. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And one more thing before we let you go is... Yeah. Do you know about mediumship? Yes. You've been interested. Have you taken any classes on mediumship or anything like that? No. Okay. Because you, one of the psychic abilities that Raphael was mentioning is that of mediumship. You have a lot of sensitivity in your mediumship ability. And because of that, you attract spirit. You attract different kinds of spirit beings uh, around you. So, you know how sometimes you can't shut off uh, the chatter in your mind? Yes. <laughs> and, and sometimes you might find yourself arguing with some of that. <laughs> or or you know, defending yourself or saying, no, no, you know, don't make me feel guilty or whatever. And uh, not all of it, but some of that is these beings that come around you and they're talking to you. 
and they're wow. talking to you from spirit and and of course they don't have a body uh at this point so you don't notice any physical person but you feel like somebody's talking to you and and sometimes it's pleasant and sometimes it's harassing and sometimes it's very very demanding and obnoxious and you have to learn to be senior to all that and just go hey you know I, i'm not your 800 call a medium <laughs> rescue hotline you know uh, uh, i have a life <laughs> but so again just like what Raphael is saying learn some psychic tools and um uh, if you're not if you need a starting point on our website there's a free uh two-hour uh spiritual toolkit that you can download and um uh, uh, in the free section, and uh, uh, it takes you through the real basics of grounding and what we teach on the show too, and and then look into some other classes or workshops or teleclasses or whatever that that teach you uh, directly address how to handle some of your psychic awareness and uh, abilities, and then the next thing too is a question I have for you: Is someone pregnant that you know of? Uh, or think, think about it? Uh, I don't, offhand, I can't think of anyone. Because, or you have something to do with little children because there's there's several, what we call baby beings, spirit that are waiting to come in, uh, are hanging out with you too. <laughs> and they could be very, very, very pushy about things. <laughs> but anyway, we're getting to the end of the show. So, not, oh, not the, not, the next break. Oh, the next break. See, I, I have no idea. <laughs> Um, just one final thing, Doreen, and that is our website is michaeltamora.com, and it's easy to find it. Just type it in your, um, you know, the little window there, michaeltamora.com. Thank you very much thank for calling you. us. You're very oh, welcome. Thank you so much. You're very helpful. Thank you. Welcome. Um, well, our second break is coming up. Remember to join us this weekend, December 5 and 6. For any combination of our four illuminating and transformational teleclasses and Bonus Zoom Q&A social on the joy of spirit. We talked about it uh, right before the first break. It's a remote weekend event. We'll be with you to continue with enthusiasm in your self-expression in just a couple of minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Well, it's great to have you back. And for those of you just joining us, we've been exploring the all-important topic of enthusiasm and your self-expression. I just wanted to um, add another thought to the person who called Doreen. That was a nice surprise because we don't have every um, show as a call-in, and and, um, that just spontaneously happened there. And that is for those of you who, you know, are having a hard time in this lockdown time, especially if you're scrambling for money and all kinds of other things, one of the things that I want to advise as far as keeping your enthusiasm up is make time for yourself to do something that you are enthusiastic about, a hobby, a walk in nature, a conversation with someone you haven't spoken with in a while. These are things that you can still do during the pandemic, but especially a hobby, you know, something that is creative and fun. Uh, for many, many years, I had embroidery as a, as a hobby, and sometimes I would do a giant major project. And I always felt so wonderful, even though I, at the time I worked two jobs that took up most of my time, actually, two full jobs, a day job and a night job, and still in between, I was doing my hobby, and um, I got really good at it. I could have actually gone on the path of being an expert uh, embroiderer, but I didn't. Um, It came down to between taking a psychic class and and becoming expert at, at this, and I took the psychic class, and that's where my path went, and it can be like that. Yeah, and, you know, in terms of, okay, many of you might have the question of, when I'm enthusiastic about something, that's fine. But how about the rest of the time when I'm not enthusiastic or, or far from being enthusiastic, I'm in the dumps or whatever. I'm down and out. And why do we call it down and out? Your energy goes way down, right? I'm, way I'm not down there. <laughs> enthusiastic today. <laughs> in fact, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that's not enthusiasm when you're just there. And, and so that's the time when you need to get yourself more toward enthusiasm. And that's why we always talk about getting into amusement. If you're amused about something, it's, the amusement is way down the, the vibratory scale from enthusiasm, so it's easier to reach. Now, amusement as a first goal is, is much easier than, than you know, going from total apathy to total enthusiasm. So if you're in apathy or you're bored or you're unhappy about something and everything, then first go, and you have to first ask yourself, would, would I like to stay in this unhappiness? 
You know, that's what I do. If I find myself in anything less than happiness, less than having a good time, less than enjoyment of life, then I don't want to stay there. So I ask myself, oh, yeah, do I want to stay in this state? And it doesn't have to be a horrific, you know, state. No, it's just like it's less than joyous. It's less than enthusiastic. It's less than happy. So I I go, no, this isn't this isn't the best place I'd like to be. And why should I? Why should I stay in this, you know, gutter, so to speak? So somehow you got to get yourself to decide, oh, I'd like to be in a different state of being than than where I'm at. Okay. Once you are aware of that, then you can go, okay, oh, yeah, enthusiasm or at least amusement is the first step. Can I get into a little amusement? Can I smile a little bit? No. <laughs> I'm not going to smile. I don't. I'm uh, not happy. I'm not going to smile. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to laugh. This is no laughing matter. It's serious. Uh, well, fortunately, you know, people say they come from different star systems out there in the galaxy from way, way back. Uh, and some people say they come from the, the star system Sirius, Sirius A or Sirius B. Well, I happen to come from this lesser known constellation of stars way out there in the far edges of the galaxy. It's Sirius. It's the Sirius <laughs> star system <laughs> anyway it's very silly it's very silly <laughs> uh, so but anyway somehow get yourself you know into a little bit of humor a little bit of good cheer and and remind yourself oh yeah i have to be the one to pull myself up by my spiritual bootstraps right so so uh uh and it's I, I get to do that. Oh, yeah. Would I like to be in a happier state? Of course, I want to be in a happier state. Great. All right, what do I do? First step? <laughs> Smile, <laughs> laugh a little bit. A fake giggle. Yes. And if, you, if you're too low down on the scale to be even able to think about God, well, the next best thing I think is I think about ice cream. <laughs> I think ice cream. And whoa! Next thing, I'm halfway to enthusiasm, right? <laughs> uh, whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, whatever it takes. So you'll find your own way. But essentially, being an enthusiasm, in our, our first segment, Raphael mentioned that, you know, when she's doing the in between things, the things that you do have to do for daily maintenance in this world. The drudge work. Yeah, the drudge work. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to do it. And if you don't have the money to hire a whole staff to do all that, that's my way. Yeah, I, I said, you know, uh, Raphael says, oh, this has to be done. And this has to be done. And I said, oh, tell the butler to go do it. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know where my butler went, but <laughs> I haven't seen him in ages. <laughs> uh, probably about three lifetimes ago. Yeah, three lifetimes ago, I had a butler. <laughs> so just like Raphael said, you know, she thinks about vacuuming as exercise. Oh, I didn't get to go on a walk, so I'm going to exercise by vacuuming inside the house. And it gives me better health. And that's what I do first thing I wake up in the morning. I make the bed. And 
Then the reason I do that is in the Reader's Digest many years ago, I, I read this military, a former military officer said, yeah, if you make your bed first thing, that's what he learned in the military was if you, you have to make the bed first thing in the morning. Whenever you make the bed first thing in the morning, the rest of your day goes much better than when you don't. And I thought, oh, that's a good, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. <laughs> <laughs> Setting an attention. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I just make it every day pretty much to a point to make the bed. But those guys didn't have to make a king bed. (laughs) (laughs) It's drudge work. (laughs) Uh, But the thing is, uh, why don't you you get enthusiastic naturally just to do those kinds of things? Because you have judgments about it. Like Raphael said, it's drudge work. Well, who said it was drudge work? Raphael did. <laughs> Raphael said it, it must be drudge work. <laughs> but, but that's what we do, right? We, we justify our judgments and, and go, well, that's the way it is. You know? Like it's, it's reality instead of, no, it's just a random judgment we make up. Ah. So, so when we change our picture that we have in our minds about Whatever it is that we need to do, that's, that's a step in the right direction of getting yourself more into amusement or more into enthusiasm even in doing it is instead of the judgment of, oh, do I have to? Well, when, when I'm saying, do I have to do that? It's not the do I have to do that I'm looking at in my mind. I'm looking at a judgment that, oh, this is for, you know, idiots to do this is for for people who don't have anything better to do this is for you know all these kind of judgments and uh, and when you look at that you go oh yeah i have a judgment about doing this i don't get paid enough to do this <laughs> right those are judgments and and so then just go okay i i can let go of those judgments i don't have to live under these oppressive judgment pictures they're just pictures in our mind, like we talk about a lot on the show. And so you just put the picture in a rose and just imagine it exploding as a flash of light or fireworks, if you like it, more colorful. And all of a sudden, oh, I don't have to believe in those judgments. How else can I look at what it is that I need to do that I'm not, I'm way less than enthusiastic about doing it? So you start to look at that and but soon you'll discover that the only times you're not in enthusiasm is when the further you are from the undividedness of life, the undividedness of spirit, the undividedness and the limitlessness of God. The further away you go from that, the less happy, the less enthusiastic, the less joyful, the less peaceful you are. It's that simple. And so, essentially, all these little tricks of the trade are to help us get closer to that limitlessness in our consciousness, in our energy. That's all we have to do. So, somehow, get yourself open to all that is life, to all that is spirit, the limitless, and and pull away from, just step back from conflicts and limitations, limits, divisions in your 
awareness and understanding and, and how you think of us against them takes you away from that wholeness. Ah, united, we stand. Brings us closer to that wholeness. And what's the first thing that any of us has to do in order to get more united, more you know, intimate, closer, is communication. We have to have good communication. And, and then ultimately, that good communication is spirit-to-spirit communication. Me recognizing, oh, yes, I have this body, I have this name, I have this identity, personality, everything, but within it all, I am spirit. I am this limitless light. And so are you. So when I say hello to you, I'm communicating from myself as the spirit that I am, the light that I am, seeing, looking at, and seeing the light that you are. And saying hello. Really, it's like saying hello to your own self. We're the same inside. It's just the outer flavor is different. Just like, you know, I like vanilla. <laughs> you might like Rocky Road. Uh, but inside, it's still ice cream. <laughs> so for me, everything kind of boils down to ice cream. <laughs> it's the essence, the building block of the universe. <laughs> so that's finding that amusement gets you halfway to that wonderful vibration of enthusiasm, enthusiasm and and. You know, your creative expression, which if you don't have anything you're creatively expressing, uh, it's difficult. So here's a chance to start to change that vibration for yourself. Well, we are coming to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed it and gained some new insights, understanding, and tools, and enthusiasm and creative self-expression. Be sure to join us for our live call-in show next Wednesday, Your Aura Speaks, Your Creative Self-Expression. I'm going to say that again, Your Aura Speaks, Your Creative Self-Expression. So we're going to take this to its next step. We'll explore your aura colors, what your aura colors say about you, and what you're really saying to the world. You can even call us during the live show at the Voice America Studio call-in number, 1-888-346-9141, and we'll give you a quick reading on a couple of your aura colors. We also encourage you to join us Saturday, December 5th and 6th, as we spoke about before, for our special remote four teleclass and bonus Zoom Q&A event weekend called The Joy of Spirit. It's going to be wonderful. We'd love some of you who have never joined us for one of our events to join us. Make sure to check our December website events listing for all the details and to sign up or calling our office at 1-530-926-2650. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. 